Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. Good morning and welcome to Tech Talk right here on High FM, where we always have the latest news, views, gadgets and reviews of all the greatest tech stuff out there. And one thing I will say, the tech industry is never, ever, ever boring. There are a couple of grey periods, like when the Northern Hemisphere goes on holiday July, August. But other than that, there's always something new, there's always something interesting and there's always something breaking. But as I mentioned, and I'm sure you've heard um, on the drive on the morning mayhem this week, Uber has been banned in London. And as of now, by the end of uh, September, Uber will no longer be on the road in London, which for me is a huge, huge, huge um, story and huge impact on, on a lot of people because there's nothing safer than you arrive in a strange city, you've got the Uber app on your phone, you pick it up, it finds you a driver, dispatches a car, comes to where you are, you don't have to worry about having foreign currency in your pocket, and it takes you safely and in a pretty effective way pretty much anywhere you want to go at, at reasonable pricing. And right now, I must say, I was in London, what, about a month ago, and um, Uber was about 30% cheaper than the black cabs and certainly a lot more comfortable. Like if you have a bottle of water, play the music you want to hear, um, you know, not those old black cabs that are unair conditioned and your suitcase is rolling around and squashing your feet all the time. So a lot going for Uber, and um, I think there's going to be a lot of ructions in that area. The chances are they have appealed the judgment. The city of London has withdrawn their operating license because they say they're bad for business. I'm not sure whose business, but um, they will hopefully uh, continue operating until the appeal is heard. Though I hear it's being heard this week or early next week. So we might know very soon. But look, on the, other, on the flip side, there's no question that uh, Uber has been somewhat aggressive in its business operations. I think they've kept the pricing down to a level which in many cases was not profitable. Uber itself still hasn't made any profit. They're burning cash trying to grow all over the world. And they've had regulatory and other issues across the globe as well as in South Africa. I mean, as recently as a couple of weeks ago, they were burning cars in Santon. And there's still this massive tension between the new and the old. But in the end, technology and the benefits that technology bring will win out. I do believe that uh, Uber needs to be a little bit more sensitive to the, the dynamics of what's going on in the country, and perhaps they need to co-opt and work uh, with the existing infrastructures rather than simply disrupt. Disruption's a great thing. I think it forces change. It forces people to do things that maybe they wouldn't have done in the past or perhaps adopt new ways of doing things, which is always great. Well, not always great, but generally can prove uh, a real prod in the right direction. Otherwise, things just stay the same. Nothing ever happens. We all keep doing what we're doing. So watch the space. I think it's quite interesting to see exactly where this whole Uber thing is going. But certainly uh, losing a major city like London is not good for Uber. It's not good for anybody for that matter. And ultimately will prove really bad for the black cabs and all the other guys who got vested interest. So I'm sure that like they did in Dallas where they pulled out and had to go back or was it Houston, one of the two big major, you know, sort of Southern American cities. Um, they will figure it out. They'll come to some arrangement. Uh, they'll, there is apparently an appeal going on with regard to are Uber drivers independent contractors. And I mean, only 40, 
40,000 of them in London. That's 40,000 families, 40,000 people, 40,000 livelihoods at risk. So I think they're probably going to sort it out and you'll have your Uber working for you in London. But I think they're going to have to come to some agreement or arrangement with the black cabs and with the other guys who've got vested interest because they've also got a business to run. They've also got livelihoods to maintain and um, should be really interesting. But back to South Africa and Uber in South Africa have been doing some interesting work around maps. Now you can imagine that Uber's online all the time. There's a smartphone or smart device in every single Uber tracking every single um, trip that's being taken. And, I mean, they're probably running into the millions, even in a city like Johannesburg and around the country and around the world, billions around the world. And all this information, the speed, the maps, the traffic, everything is being collected by Uber for lots and lots of good reasons. One, obviously, to optimize their network. So wherever you are, there's an Uber near to you or the closest one can be sent, or the timing of where you're going. Also, for billing point of view, from a security point of view, they know exactly where you are, what's happening, what you're doing. Part of the magic of Uber is that it's, you know, you can follow other people's trips and you never seem to get lost, and the chance of the cabbie ripping you off as so does not happen in Johannesburg. In other words, you hop into a cab and they tell you, oh, the meter's broken, it'll be 50 bucks. You get to the destination, they tell you, well, it was a little longer than we thought. It's now 100 bucks. It's basically extortion. And um, that's the stuff you avoid with Uber. But what Uber have done, they've got a new website, uh, which is really, really fascinating. Um, and it's called Cities, Uber dot com cities, movement dot Uber dot com. And what they are doing is they're sharing all this traffic data and information collected from their GPS-connected vehicles, and they're giving it to for free to city planners to improve the transportation network. So you can clearly see where there's uh, bottlenecks. You can clearly see where there are problems. You can clearly see where things start going wrong or go right, and all that information is being shared. And um, they can compare across all the various different travel corridors, again, different times, days of the week, months of the year, and how big events road closures, festivals, you name it, impact um, the way that traffic moves around the city. So these sort of data sets are really unbelievably useful for town planners, for anybody. And, I mean, here's a useful stat. Cape Town had 112,000 active riders on a Friday evening, which is the busiest time. Durban had 31,000 active riders with peaks on Friday and Saturday evenings. So... Johannesburg, on the other hand, had 174,000 active riders at one um, one time. It's definitely one of the busiest cities. And the busiest time is around about 6 p.m. on a Friday evening, though Saturday evenings are also peak time. So all this really useful information is being shared, and hopefully our dear city will take it into account and maybe adapt the, the patterns of the traffic lights or, or clear blockages and help to make traffic a little better. So that's good stuff that um, – uh, a company like Uber are doing. And I mean, they really, I mean, obviously this stuff is used for their own purposes. It helps to optimize their network, make them more efficient, make them work in a more effective manner across the cities in which they operate. But that information shared with the various cities where Uber actually operates, I think it's fantastic. I mean, normally the cities would have to pay someone to do this or buy the data from someone. And here Uber are saying, listen, we're part of the community. We're part of what you do. Here is all that information based on Thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, in fact, 
billions of trips around the country, around the world, around the cities that we operate in, and it's available free, and you can use it to fix and to adapt and to change your various networks and whatever else that it does. So let's hope that the 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 Uber phenomenon, the way that Uber and very oh, look, there are others. There's My Taxi. If you haven't tried My Taxi, a lot of Uber drivers in Johannesburg um, have My Taxi as an option. Generally, the My Taxi cabs on maybe not quite in the same quality league as some of the Uber taxis, but it is 20 to 30% cheaper. So there's a hint for you. So you can download the My Taxi app. It's very effective. And as an option, if there's no Uber in your area, there may well be a My Taxi. So they haven't got it all their own way. Um, not here, not anywhere in the world. And I think the old cabs, all the guys who still operate on meters and radios and telephones and just old-fashioned tech need to get their act together and compete rather than trying to burn the guys out of business because that generally does not work very well, certainly not long-term. And on that note, we're going to have a quick ad break and then we'll be back with some more interesting news. Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. Now, back to some tech news. Well, a story broken by Duncan McLeod from Tech Central. Great website if you want to follow some interesting tech stuff. TechCentral.com or .co.za, sorry, not .com. Um, is that Dark Fiber. Now, Dark Fiber are a company that has been rolling out fiber across the country, mostly intercity, major fiber routes and networks, intracity, in other words, within the city, um, and has become part of the backbone of fiber across the country um, and have done a great job in that regard. They're totally independent. They're starting to compete with telecom in certain areas, and they really have done a great job at putting in the backbone, the hub of connectivity around South Africa and in the major cities. And Vumatel, here's the interesting one. Vumatel, that's the friendly purple people who are bringing you all the fiber to your home, to your small business, to businesses and schools across most of urban South Africa um, as we speak. And they've done a remarkable job in a, in a remarkably short time. Um, and more and more people in urban, certainly urban Johannesburg, urban South Africa, are getting connected to fiber to the home. Vumatel have also recently bought one of the overhead operators, which is pretty much in this area, in Glen Hazel, that sort of place, where you've got the overhead cables um, connecting. But there's a big story that dark fiber may well buy Vumatel, and that will be a multi-billion rand affair and should be very, very interesting. Unfortunately, I don't think it's, it'll affect you and me per, per se, but it definitely shows that the market is starting to mature. The opportunities for land grab or fiber grab are slowing down. And um, dark fiber being a r- large major player makes a lot of sense to extend its reach from the big sort of major hubs into the home and uh, should be very interesting. So watch the space. I'll keep, keep you updated and informed as that comes along. And one other really interesting um, thing that came across, well, actually happened yesterday, uh, Amazon. Amazon have announced a whole lot of new hardware products. Now, on the show, we've had the new Amazon uh, Alexa, the Echo, uh, in studio. I spoke to it. And voice assistants, as we were playing before the show (laughs) with Kathy Kayla, the station manager, um, or is really becoming a huge thing. You talk to your phones, you talk to your cars, you just talk to your tech, and it actually answers back, and it's getting pretty smart. I'm going to touch on iOS 11 um, down the road. 
well, just before we end the show, about the new iOS 11 features, and certainly a much smarter Siri is part of it. But you've got Google Assistant, you've got Siri, you've got Alexa, you've got Bigsby now on your um, Samsung device, and all these voice assistants are becoming more and more real. Even Apple have announced a voice assistant that is coming in a home speaker at a very high price. Well, Amazon just decided that's it. We're going to launch a whole new brand new range of Echo hardware. And the Echo speaker, which was launched in 2014, quite a long time ago, remarkably, uh, along with Alexa, was definitely uh, overdue an update. And they've released something called the new Echo Spot. Now, the Echo Spot is really cool. It's a cute little round device with a full color screen. Um, it basically is a a smart alarm clock that you can stick next to your bed. Um, It's going to be available, and it will probably be available in South Africa in some way or shape or form in the next little while. But basically, it's a cross between the Echo Dot, which was the little um, Echo without the big speaker, and the Echo Show, which is their new big touchscreen-enabled square uh, device. Um, And it's got a Two and a half inch screen, and you can make video calls. You can it can double. It's got a camera. You can use it in the nursery. Um, it's just really cool, and it's going to sell for around about one hundred and thirty dollars, which is going to be about just under two grand, I reckon. And I think it's going to be really, really interesting. But that's not where Amazon stopped. They brought out a new Echo, the new Echo Plus, which is smaller, comes in more colors, not such a black thing. It comes in cloth. Um, and lots of interesting ways. But what they've done is upgraded considerably to add um, Zigbee. Now, Zigbee is not something that we know about in South Africa a lot yet. It's coming. It's going to be much more mainstream because, as we were talking, all the fiber to the home, all the smart home, the connected home. Zigbee is a standard that can be used to connect all the various bits and pieces, your lighting, your alarm, your radios, whatever it is, in your home to a sort of a hub and then it all connects and works together and it all can be operated through Alexa which is getting smarter and smarter and there are more Alexa things you can do pretty much every day. Um, Alexa in the US is definitely a shopping assistant but elsewhere it's a really useful way you walk into the home tell it to switch on the lights switch on the the dishwasher you tell it whatever you want to do so a whole lot of new ranges but much more relevant for south africa um, is a brand new fire tv now as you know that amazon uh, prime is available in south africa amazon video is available in south africa and they're coming up with more and more content but the biggest challenge that a lot of people have especially if they're running a high quality fiber connection is to find a reasonably priced high-end 4k with all the latest tech And what um, Apple last week announced, the new Apple TV, which is still a great device, but it's going to retail for close to $200. So it's going to be between two and 3,000 Rand in South Africa. And what Amazon have done is just launched a brand new Fire TV stick um, with all the latest tech, 4K, HDR. HDR is high-definition video, which definitely, in some cases, and certainly on some TVs, will make a bigger difference than going to high, ultra-high-definition 4K. Brightens the picture, adds tremendous color and punch. It's brilliant. Um, and they've released a new device called the Amazon Fire TV, which they will ship to South Africa, interestingly. And it simply plugs into the back of your TV and gives you all the support. You can get Netflix on it. You can get a whole lot of other little you know, Amazon Prime, all of the features of Amazon, some music, you name it, is available. It's now 4K capable, um, up to 2160p resolution, which is really, really high at 60 frames per second. So smooth, 
ultra high speed. It comes with Dolby Atmos, so you can plug it into your surround sound system and an Alexa voice remote. So it can behave exactly like a full on Alexa dot in your home. And that's going to be priced at round about a thousand two hundred Rand, which is remarkably well priced for a device that offers all that considering the new apple tv is going to be three thousand rand and this will offer perhaps not the same slick user interface uh, perhaps not uh, the ability to have all your itunes movies and everything but certainly will offer you all the streaming you could possibly want at a really ridiculous price and hopefully at some point they will um release the Echo Dot and all the other products in this in this country. But Amazon are rolling ahead fast, and uh, more and more product are coming from them. And um, we have got coming up straight after the ad break a really interesting chat I had with the guys from Motorola and Telcom. And I will, I will um, sort of apologize in advance. We really had some connectivity challenges. We're trying our best to get a new age tech conference with voice and people in the room and telephones. Didn't work exactly right. But Motorola releasing a brand new range of phones in South Africa and they're doing it in conjunction with Telcom, um, who actually I must tell you, offer a great value proposition with regard to their network, uh, to their network um, with their, their data packages, their free me packages, the lit system which is free streaming and free movies, but Lots more about that straight after this. Well, welcome to Tech Talk Cafe, and I am sitting with two very, well, two and a bit very interesting people. The first one is Patrick Halpin. Now, he's got a long title, and he sounds like he's from the UN, but he's actually the head of Motorola Mobile for Southern Africa, which is a huge territory. There, I use the word territory. Territory lead, in fact. And on the line is Megan Nicholas on a Motorola, funny enough, so we've got all the bits and pieces in place. And she's head of Telcom Mobile, uh, Business Mobile. And we're just trying to talk a little bit about what Motorola are doing and where they've been. And uh, I'm sure lots of you out there have heard of Motorola, know who Motorola is. But the good news is that they've been back in South Africa for over a year now. And um, they've got some exciting new toys to play with, which I'm looking at in front of me, which is really, really, really cool. So give us a little bit of history, Patrick, a little bit of background about what's been going on with Motorola. And then we'll get on to Megan and yourself to discuss what uh, the new initiative is and the brand new Moto Z2 Play and some other little toys that we've got here to look at. So give us a little bit of a background to Motorola and what's going on in South Africa, obviously. Yeah, so thanks, thanks very much for, you know, for the opportunity to, to talk to the audience today. Um, so yeah, the Motorola and Telcom brands um, both have a really rich heritage um, of keeping the South African customer connected. Um, we are super excited to to work with Telcom and bring um, an innovative range to the consumer base and to the South African market. You know, just a little bit of history about us. Um, you know, the partnership between Motorola and Telcom brings together two veterans in the telecommunications industry, and we're very, very excited about that. Um, you know, we were the f- we were the first to invent the cell phone in 1943, and a lot of people may have forgotten about that. Which which so might that's the one the that's age. the one you needed a big four by four to to drag <laughs> around with you. Uh, that was for the batteries. True, the true. antenna was another thing on the roof, but that's another story. Yeah, but I think what was exciting about that not only did we you know did we invent it, but we were also the first to bring it to the consumer. So it was the first time that the you know the consumer actually interacted with cell phone technology, which was really exciting for us. 
And I think, you know, together with Telcom's, you know, rich heritage and also having a, a very long background in this market, I think it's over 25 years. Um, you know, we're very Bit excited. check it. I mean, we won't go there, Megan. Yeah. But, I mean, there's been some ups and downs of the various Telcom things. But certainly it seems to have turned around lately. And, I mean, Telcom are doing a lot of good stuff, which we'll talk about in a few secs. Correct, correct. You know, so top line, um, you, know, you know, what we're doing now with, with Telcom and, and what we're trying to bring to life for, for the South African consumer is a whole new ecosystem. You know, something that transforms your smartphone into, into actually whatever you want it to be. Um, and we've got some That's really... That's a broad claim. Wow. Okay. Whatever you want your cell phone to be. Yeah. But I'm, I see a couple of the mods here. They're called Moto Mods, aren't they? Correct. You know, so Sorry what to steal your thunder there, but there's some cool little gadgets and gizmos. Correct. So what we've brought to market is um, we've bought the new Motorola Z2 Play with the JBL Soundburst 2 Moto Mod. And Funny enough, that's what we're using to do this little conference call. So hopefully you guys out there can hear how good it is in two secs. Q Megan. Say hello to the to the listeners. Hi, Megan. Are you there? Hello. I'm here now. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you just fine. We were just talking about what Motorola are doing with the um, the Moto Mods and the, the this very cool-looking little JBL speaker, amongst other things. And I just explained, because it's not TV, it's, it's radio, to the listeners that you're actually joining this conversation via a Motorola using one of the JBL Mods. Exactly, and one of the things we're launching with is with the with the JDL um, mod as well. Well, we'll come back to that now. Sorry, I just wanted to uh, make sure that our listeners knew that you were part of the conversation, um, and we'll let Patrick finish off a little bit of the background, and then you can fill us in on all the special offers that Telcom are up to, and what your plan is around, um, you know, Motorola and the mods, and and where people can find it. But we'll get back to you in two secs. So, sorry, Patrick. So, just give us. A little bit more background about what's going on and what you guys are going to do with all these mods. And and explain to our listeners how these things work because, you know, there are a lot of mods sound techie and these are not actually that techie. So so I think the real benefit of the mod is that it's a super simple system to use. Um, It really brings... Um, you know, modularity to your phone in a very, very easy to way, uh, easy way to use. Um, so literally, it transforms your phone in just a snap. You know, we've got um, uh, a connector on the back. You simply snap the JBL Soundboost 2 motor mod onto the back of the device. It makes a really cool snap noise, um, and then you're good to go. You don't have to play with cables. Um, you don't have to. Don't know if um, you guys heard that, but it snapped. Yeah, it did. It um, feels good though. You don't have to, um, uh, you know, download any apps to use uh, to use the motor mod. So it really works instantaneously. And I think the really cool thing about the JBL Soundboost Two is it gives you up to and includes ten hours of battery life. So um, it's not just a speaker; it's actually a speaker with a battery built in. Speaker with a battery built in. Um, so literally, you can play a full party's worth of music for ten hours, which is really which is really good going these days. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it just allows people to experience their device and the way they interact with their device in a different way. Um, so, you know, we're all about innovation. Um, you know, we're all about trying to be 
different um, different is better Listen, these days it's actually really we were just discussing it earlier the 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 market is full of really cool aluminium and glass phones i mean there's no shortage of great phones but there's only one phone now on the market that has the ability to transform in the same in the way that the motorola does now just to give a little sense i've i've reviewed the the previous generation on air but it's very similar to the moto z the original it's slightly thinner uh, it looks a little rounder and cooler but essentially what hasn't changed is that on the back there's like a little row of of connectors. Like brass connectors or mm. gold connectors and they are what connects these various mods so i've got a battery mod yes. which is like a battery pack you can s- stick on and of course the jbl speaker there is a camera mod which i don't think is available in this country Correct. You know, so, you know, I think the key thing for us on this journey, you know, when you're introducing a new ecosystem to the South African consumer with the help of, you know, a fantastic partner in Telcom, we need to make sure that we guarantee the attachment rate. So what we've chosen to do with Telcom is to bundle the JBL Soundboost 2 motor mod in the box so the customer's getting great value when they procure. Okay, so Megan, give us a little, a little bit of insight into what Telcom are doing because this is this is available now. This is launched as of now, as I understand it. Hi, Megan. Did we bore you? No, it, it's it appears that Megan is somehow we've lost the signal and she's floated off into the distance. But anyway, what we'll we'll discuss um, with Patrick is essentially. What is what is the deal? What is the bundle? And give us a little insight into the new Moto Z range or the Moto. Yeah, I mean, there are two models here. The one obviously doesn't have the attachments, and the one correct. does. But let's talk about the Moto Z2, which is yeah. a brand new product. It's, it's just been launched. Correct. So the Moto Z2 Play, and the emphasis is on Play, is a brand new product launching in South Africa. So when we um, launched uh, in South Africa in October 2016, we launched with a network with our Generation One. We're now really excited to bring this Generation 2 to market with Telcom. And I think the really cool thing about this device is that, you know, like I said, it transforms your device in a snap. So you get quality sound. Um, it's got a full 5.5-inch full HD Super AMOLED screen. It's running a 2.2. That's a big change from the previous gen. AMOLED, so it's sharper, it's much brighter. Much sharper, much brighter, yeah. And, and also lower a, power. Correct. And also running a... Um, a stronger processor. We're running a 2.2 gigahertz um, octa-core Snapdragon processor. So we really try to pack in as much great innovation and technology to make the device super quick for you. Um, I think what's also cool, we've also thrown some new features in like our night vision. Um, so that sounds feature. cool. Tell us about night vision. Yeah, so I mean, for the people that out there that battle to sleep, literally it brings warmer tones to your screen and you can okay. set it. Okay, okay. I so thought we were going hunting. Blue, <laughs> reduces the blue light on the screen. It relaxes your eyes. So, you know, if you're having your scroll, your, your scroll through your social media applications before you go to bed, it's, it doesn't keep you awake. puts you into a, into a calmer mood. That's okay, insane. that's night vision. Not yeah. We weren't going hunting, people. Sorry, this is a tech show. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, you know, from Telcom is going to be available in select stores. We've chosen to put it into a select footprint where we can really give the consumer a great experience. Um, it's going to be available for 429 Rand per month on a uh, freemium one gig package, and that's obviously over 24 months. Um, and, then and that's pretty good value. Sorry, Megan, are you back with us now? I'm back again. Yes, yes, yes. I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yes, perfectly. Can you just give us a quick rundown? I know. Uh, 
Patrick is doing a great job at explaining your packages for us. But I think it's really important that you give us a little insight. What do you, what is Telcom C the, the the collaboration with Motorola doing, and how do you and and how is that playing out in your stores, and what are the packages that you guys are offering on the new Motorolas? Now, Stephen, I'm, I'm not sure if you know, but we launched the, our new lit packages, which is the free streaming um, and the free, well, free movie streaming and free music streaming. But what I'm most excited about is with Motorola and the mods, is that we've launched. Oh dear, we've launched a we've launched a network that's not working. But anyway, <laughs> no reflection on. Um, um, telecom, but um, yes, we, we. I'm well aware of the lit. Ah, there we go. You're back. Sorry, you just keep fading out. Sorry about this, Megan. It's a little bit of a problem. Okay, we're going to just carry on without Megan until we sort out some of these technical issues. So, Patrick, you were saying that these are are, are really good packages. Obviously, they're starting from on the Correct. the the one gig package. Correct. At what was the price you so, mentioned? So four twenty nine per month. Four twenty nine, and that includes one gig. The one gig of data on the plus front. the Moto Mod. Correct, 100%. So it includes the JBL Soundboost 2 Moto Mod inbox. So really exceptional value. You're getting the device and the mod um, on a great package. And then if I can talk just briefly um, to the Moto, uh, Motorola Moto G5S Plus, you know, the focus on that device is the dual camera. Um, and, you know, for the first time we've been able to bring, you know, dual 13 megapixel rear cameras to market at an affordable price. The emphasis being on affordable because typically you find them in the premium range of devices. Um, also, uh, a nice unique enhancement um, is that we've included um, photo enhancement software which makes it much easier for the consumer to be able to edit and focus. And, you know, you can bring people into the foreground, fade them out into the background. So really exciting technology at an affordable price. Now, sorry, let's just talk a little bit about this. This, the G5S Plus, doesn't have, I mean, it, it feels great. I'm holding it in my hand. Yeah. It's aluminium back. It, it really feels great. It's got a big screen. It's obviously, this one's not 5. on. 5.5 inch. So it's got a really big 5.5 inch screen. It's got a fingerprint reader. It's got all the, the gizmos and the gadgets and the latest tech. Correct. Um, but what sets it apart We'll talk about the price now. It's got two 13-megapixel cameras on the rear, which is quite the trend of late. Yes. You know, we're seeing more and more phones with dual cameras. And this has got a, a dual camera. Um, and what is the price? That's You were, okay. you were sort of talking about great yeah. value, but so, where does this fit in? What is the price of this device? So, so, so the, the G family is the most successful franchise that we actually have globally. Um, and, you know, we're very excited to launch it in the South Africa. So this has market. never been in South Africa before, the G uh, series. The, the G5 series has never been in South Africa. We have had a previous generation, but it was uh, implemented in a much smaller footprint. Okay. But this is the first time, you know, we're driving the big. G5S and we're going big. Um, and this would be available for 289 Rand per month. That's very, very, very reasonable. Also, so that slots it straight in competition with a whole host of, of mid, mid-tier mid type devices. But this doesn't feel, it feels like a high-end device. So, so our catchphrase on this, Stephen, is that it's premium for all. You know, so it has got the 5.5-inch full HD screen. It's got a 3,000 milliamp battery. So you're going to get a great day's use out of your device. Like a fingerprint reader, all the bits and pieces. Dual 13 megapixel cameras, um, and it offers that all metal unibody design. So really great look and feel, really strong, and you know 
any consumer would be proud to, you know, to show. I this must device say, off. I mean, when you put this next to the Moto Z2, it looks from the front. It's fractionally smaller, but it looks almost identical. And the quality, the hand, the feel is really excellent. So just to talk to quickly, you know, the design. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of emphasis has been placed on the silhouette of the of the portfolio. All of our cameras have a have a circular design or a circle design at the back. Yeah, at the back. Um, and we're using those premium materials. Um, and, and I think the important thing to understand is that um, we've also um, brought a great range of motor actions to the devices. You know, so, so if you chop the device twice, it switches your torch on. You know, you can find your keys if you've lost them in the stairwell. So if you car. wave it twice. Yeah, but, but, but really, <laughs> you know, it takes a bit of getting used to. Once you learn the finesse and the art of how to shake your device, literally it, you know, turns the torch on. And, you know, great things like... You know, um, flip to not disturb. Um, so you just turn it over if it rings and it goes correct. quiet and does yeah. its thing. Correct. Um, also, twist for quick. You know, for quick capture. So if you twist it once, it per, it, it turns the, the 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 camera on at the back. If you twist it again, it it turns your your front camera on. So great, great quick access for selfies. So someone with a quick wrist can go front back very quickly. Yeah, but you know, like I mentioned earlier, there's a bit of finesse into it, and um, <laughs> you know, Sorry, you can I just, do it slowly. Just the picture. <laughs> just the picture with a quick wrist anyway but these are really cool sort of natural gestures that a lot of people will get used to and these devices both this one and the Moto Z2 run the latest generation of Android am I correct? 100% correct yes um, so, you know, we do have a, a, a strong affiliation with Google. Well, funny, um, that back in the history, Google owned Motorola for a correct, short period. 100% correct. And, you know, you know, with the restructure of the mobile phone business group, a lot of emphasis has gone back into the innovation and development um, of key products um, that we want to bring to the consumer. And like I said, you know, it's all about being different. You know, what you find in the South African market, as buoyant as it is, is that a lot of it looks the same, and we call it the sea of sameness. You know, Android can be very, very um, particular, and, you know, that's where we try and, and, and just make the whole user experience different. Um, you know, the devices are, are uh, well um, specced, um, as well as um, beautifully designed, and we are hoping that, you know, we can bring back that... That um, iconic brand. The magic of, of Motorola. Correct. Well, listen, so many of us, well, maybe I age myself, but we, we had those fantastic uh, flip phones. What was the, what was it called? A 7200 and a 7200, remember? Yeah. Wow. That's great. We had those crazy flip phones and we thought we were so yeah. cool. But all they could do was send SMSs and make phone calls. I mean, those, well, those were the days. They had to do those days as well, remember? That's all they had to do in those days. True, true. So now, sorry, now that you're back on air with us, uh, Megan and we've got you for a few minutes let's quickly give you a chance to talk about what uh, Telcom are doing and where where people can actually find these devices and what the deals may be Okay, perfect. I don't know if you got anything of what I said initially. Yeah, so no, we did. we did. We did. We heard about LIT a little bit. And I talked about okay. LIT on the air, so I think my listeners may have heard about that. But it's a great oh, initiative good. which gives you free streaming of music and videos on your mobile device. And these screens look big enough to really take advantage of it in any event. Exactly. They're a perfect size screen. So, Stephen, the phones, the motor phones are available through our top 40 stores. And those are in your traditional uh, major shopping centers, you know, the Phantoms, the mm. Eastgate, the uh, Gateway, and all of that. Um, we've got the Z2 Play with the JBL speaker. We've, we've bundled them together. 
on the one gig we've got it at what four twenty nine the one gig free me and, and on that the two gig sorry free just me, just explain that yeah. a little because on the one gig free me you don't get the lit option only on the two gig you don't so just a little about free me not to go on for too long about it but yeah. free me is basically it's a data led package your telecom to telecom calls are free and you get the free WhatsApp calling so everything is around the data proposition. Um, and on the one gig package, this is not for free. It's not inclusive in the package. Whereas when you start on the two gig package, you basically get two gigs of data every month, free WhatsApp calling and free telecom, uh, fixed and mobile calling on telecom. And then you get the unlimited lit streaming. So that if seems to be the sweet, sweet yeah. spot product in many re- regards because streaming is what eats your data more than anything. Well, absolutely. That's why, I mean, look at so many people. They download, they've got a um, Google Play or whatever, and they pull their music from there, and they pay their subscription. But you can still pay your 60 or 70 bucks subscription, but you still need about five gigs of data just to even start streaming your music. And you know what it's like if you're at a party and, I mean, with the motor, you can put the motor mod on, you can be playing your music, and next thing you run out of airtime, so you've got nothing to... But no, it's on stream. A certain um, beer so commercial highlighted that greatly recently. But anyway, they weren't on telecom. Uh, they weren't, exactly. So that's a reason <laughs> for them to move to telecom. They can stream and play their tunes all day on their new motor, and they can move to telecom on a 2 gig and get unlimited streaming. That's brilliant. Sorry, we are honestly running out of time here, Megan. So we'll, okay. we'll get you back on air shortly to... Perhaps we'll even get you into Johannesburg, which will be quite exciting for you, I'm I sure. I love it. I'll come in the studio, so I don't get cut off all the time. No, that's brilliant. But um, it's so, so quickly to summarize, the new Motorola Z2 Play and the Moto G5S Plus, I love all these names and numbers, are now available exclusively on the Telcom uh, network for now. Um, yeah. And... The sweet spot. I know it starts at around about two twenty nine. You said or two seventy nine. No, it's it's, it's four twenty nine for, for for the Moto Z two Play JBL uh, two Sound Boost. Right. And for the Moto G five S Plus, it's the two eighty nine. Okay, so they start there, yeah. but probably if you go up to the two gig package, you get a little bit. I think it's an extra fifty bucks a month or something. You yeah. get a lot of benefits like free streaming, free movies, all sorts of other things on very similar packages. So it probably makes Absolutely. sense for uh, our listeners if they're interested in the Motorola is to pop into one of your stores and get the full rundown. Absolutely, they've got everything's available. They can touch, play, feel, see what it looks like. Listen, of course. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we will talk more about it as soon as I can get one of these to play with. Thanks so much for brilliant. joining us. Thanks to the Motor team as well. We, we're very excited about our partnership. Thanks very much. Brilliant. Yeah, I also just wanted just to close, Stephen, just very quickly, you know, just wanted to say hashtag hello telecom and um, hashtag hello Moto. So, <laughs> Absolutely. <thank you> so <laughs> Great. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Ciao. Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose. Stephen Ambrose. Well, welcome back. And that was just a great conversation around the new combination of Motorola and Telcom. And as I said earlier, and this is not an endorsement, I've been using Telcom for a bit now. I must say, great network. Their data-centric packages, the freemies, are excellent value. Probably some of the best on the market right now. And uh, the new Motorola phones are really worth having a look at. I must say that uh, the quality is great. The features are great. Clean, simple, um, you know, sort of 
Android installation and uh, well worth a, a look at. And that speaker, that JBL speaker, loud and clear. And if you want to play some music and you've got some free streaming, nothing wrong with that. Anyway, a couple of live reads and then we're going to talk about my fun part of the show. I love playing with all the gadgets. And I've got here, right here in studio, the new Nokia 8 Really interesting device from a company with a grand history. Who hasn't heard of Nokia? Anyway, let's just get on to some live reads here. Hershers would like to wish all their Jewish customers a sweet new year and an easy fast. They stock a range of appliances that can be used for Shabbat and festivals and every day, making your life simple, easy, and efficient. They also have incredible deals on all small kitchen appliances, so you can cook up a storm for your friends and family this holiday. Visit one of Hershey's stores nationwide and their friendly staff will gladly assist you or go straight to their website, the great specials there, which is www.hershes.co.za. Hirsch, in the end, they will save you money. Then it also begins. It's official. Ackermans is going to be in your neighborhood. You'll feel right at home in our new store in Rosebank. So to celebrate, we've got deals that'll make you wish you lived closer. Well, just hop on the highway and go to Rosebank. On the 28th, we've got deals under 50 Rand for the whole city. And more value like ladies' dresses for only 49 Rand. You can save 50 Rand 95 on toddlers' boys' tees for just 15 Rand. I can't believe you can buy anything for 15 Rand. And you save up to 9 Rand 95. So visit them on Shop 326 Rosebank Mall, 50 Bath Avenue, Johannesburg, Gauteng. Ackermans, number one for value. Now, moving on to the Nokia 8. I've had one for a couple of weeks now. Actually, it feels like a couple of weeks. It's not been that long. It's just over a week. And the Nokia 8 is a real stab at the high end. It's very interesting what Nokia have done. Um, many people re- can remember Nokia from the heyday of the N95 and all the various other, you know, Symbian-based Nokias, which were smartphones, no question. Great um, for their time. They had web browsers, great little functionality. There was all sorts of things you could do on them. There were apps and WhatsApp arrived on it. And in those fledgling days, we all thought we were so cool with our communicator and keyboards and, and all the rest. But by today's standards, when Apple released the iPhone and basically took a computer, gave it a touchscreen, stuck it in your pocket, and then developed all the apps which completely changed the world we live in. I mean, there's no question. Can you imagine a world without apps, without um, smart devices? It's almost inconceivable now. And it feels like a long time ago, but it was less than a decade ago that it really went mainstream. I mean, the iPhone came out 10 years ago, but... um, the, uh, the the App Store came out a year later and only really went mainstream five to seven years ago. So in, in a very short period of time, the the leader of mobile in the world faded away considerably. They made one fatal error. They went with uh, Windows Phone. And with all the, the power and strength and market scale of Microsoft, they really couldn't uh, uh, push Windows Phone to the forefront. So we live in a world where Apple and Android dominate the the world i think it's 95% of all phones run those two operating systems so what nokia have done i mean they land up being bought and nokia themselves nokia networks still exist they still make all sorts of networking gear but nokia handsets sold their business to microsoft they took it off to america they tried to turn it into a mainstream business did not happen and they sold it off to a new company called HMD. HMD is a Chinese-based company. But what they've done is they've put their design center and their, their entire 
team into Espoo in Finland, right back where it all started. And they're coming out with a whole new range of really interesting, high-quality devices. And there's the obviously the 3110, which I've had on the show. Really cool, funky, hawk back to the old days, can play snake, send SMSs, make phone calls, got a torch and a radio, and the battery lasts, lasts a month. I mean think about that one keep it in your cubby hole as an emergency phone just a great little toy to play with but to the point the nokia 8 is their flagship phone basically it's an all aluminium affair it's got a 5.3 inch gorilla glass 5 screen which is the toughest scratch resistant uh, gorilla glass on the market right now and they've thrown in some real german optics from zeiss great collaboration with zeiss and the cutting edge qualcomm snapdragon 835 processor with four gig of memory and 64 gig of storage which is really great so it has all the credentials of a flagship it has all the specs of a top-end device and it's really beautifully built it's smooth it's slim it's light it's well balanced it doesn't feel cheap um, it has a really decent screen. That is probably the only major compromise. The screen is good. Uh, it's certainly not um, Samsung Galaxy S8 good, but it's certainly a very decent screen. It's HD, which is good for battery life. It's not quad HD or higher resolution, which can eat your battery somewhat. Um, its brightness is adequate and its colors are good, but it's not outstanding. But for, as a compromise, it's not a huge one. You won't notice it unless you put them side by side. And um, I've just been waved at. We'll have a quick ad break, and then I'll be back to wrap up my uh, review of the new Nokia 8 straight after this. Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose, 11 to 12 p.m., only on 101.9 IFM. It has another feature. I mentioned it, the Zeiss camera. It has a dual camera set up on the back, so they're off three 13 megapixel f2.0 the f2.0 is the f-stop it's the amount of light that comes into the camera um, cameras two on the rear one is color one in black and white and they combine the two in the software really cleverly to give you better quality uh, low light pictures and the front one is for selfies but they have one amazing little app you can actually play the front camera and the back camera simultaneously at the same time so what you can do is you can narrate something or I've used it at a show. I explain something while you're showing everybody what's going on in front of you. So it's a great little feature. It really does make quite a difference. And then they've thrown in something called Ozo Audio, which they're three microphones, three cameras, three microphones. You can record 360-degree audio at the same time as you make your, your videos, which actually run up to 4K. So those are really, really great uh, features. The, the camera app is, itself is a custom app designed with uh, Zeiss so Nokia make a big thing of pure Android and it's actually a great idea the latest version of Android is always available on your phone pushed directly from Google to your phone and in fact it worked I got the phone the September edition or update came through immediately so your phone will always be 100% up to date which is a great thing for many, many people. They buy an Android phone. A year later, it's using an old version of Android. The manufacturer doesn't update. And um, there's lots of reasons why that's not cool. The first one is there could be security issues. And the second one, some apps actually stop working or don't work properly because they've been updated to take advantage of some of the latest um, operating system features. So the software is clean, straight, 
mature uh, Android is running version 7.1.1, which is the latest, and it will move to 8, I hear, very, very shortly. So it will always be fresh and clean and up-to-date. So in conclusion, this is a great statement from Nokia. It's a, it's, it's a top-end phone using the top-end specs. The compromises are small. It's The screen is definitely not the best one on the market, but it's very good. It's good in sunlight. It's sharp. It's bright. It's a decent screen. The camera is great. Super competitive. Like uh, Zeiss, not like oops, Zeiss um, optics, really high quality, as good as pretty much anything else on the market. The, the ability to use front and rear camera at the same time is just cool. You can stream directly to Facebook. And the pure Android experience is an absolute winner. There's no duplicate apps. It's clean. It's simple. But here's what makes it really compelling. This device, the Nokia 8, is going to sell at below 10,000 Rand for the same specs as flagships that are selling between 15 and 20,000 Rand. So it has all the ingredients of a top-end device. They've priced it really well. They've got great service and support. The same team that ran Nokia before are running Nokia in South Africa. And I think they're going to try to do a really good job. It's available from most of the networks right now. And um, if you're in the the market for a really good quality uh, Android-based flagship, at a price that really won't break the bank, I highly recommend the new Nokia 8. It's a great device at a great price with a great heritage and some clever little tech tricks and tips and toys. And on that note, um, I really wanted to go into uh, iOS 11. I highly recommend if you have an iPhone that you update to iOS 11, one of the best updates they've made in years. It's smooth, it's slick. There have been some reports of memory problems and battery problems, but every time they do this, there are these issues. However... Um, I've had no problems. Everyone I've spoken to has had no problems. And on an iPad, iOS 11 is a huge upgrade. It's really well, well, well worth doing. So get into it. Download the iOS 11. Don't do it uh, on mobile because lots of data, two gigs thereabout. Or pop into an iStore anywhere in the country, and they'll assist you through it and get your phone up to the latest version of iOS and lots of little benefits and, 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 and improvements in that. And on that note, I'm afraid our time is up. This is Stephen Ambrose for Tech Talk right here on Chi FM. Tune in, well, not next week, but the, uh, not the week after. Oh boy, we've got a bit of a delay, but you can always catch up on my podcasts on the website or you can tune in live on Thursdays between 11 and 12. This is Stephen Ambrose for Chi FM on Tech Talk.